Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another amazing podcast episode. And this podcast episode is going to be the guest appearance episode for this month. And the guest that I have on is Tom Palatino. He's a researcher for Scalarite Energy. And welcome, Tom. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. That's great. So what we are going to talk about as the topic for this episode is going to be something which exists outside the physical world. Something yes. that is surrounding us, but we can't see it. You know, it. you can call it microscopic in some sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. So just to break it simple with you guys, you know, I know that this is going to be something that it's going to be hard to understand at first. I know that I had a tough time in initially understanding it, but once I understood it, it made sense. Okay. So we're just going to break it off easy to you guys. And this episode is just going to be the beginning to that thing. Right. Okay. All right. So Tom, to start off, I would always start with the first question being, how did you come up with this entire thing? How did you start off your research on into scalar energy? It's been a lifelong pursuit. I am working with scalar energy. It's not electricity. Mm-hmm. Um, I started in theory as a youngster, and I read about the great scientist Nikola Tesla, who developed scalar energy instruments. And therefrom, I wanted to develop this trend, this new technology, and introduce it to the world. So it's been a 50-year journey for myself. Wow. It's like a lifelong journey. Yes. Wow. Yes, it is. That's that's a lot. And you must have learned so much about it, you know, in these 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's incredible what God has, has blessed me. And what I want to do is is present all of this to the world and let the, let the world decide as to the merit of this technology. Um, when you're working with science, the pursuit is infinite. Science is an infinite pursuit. And uh, I've only glimpsed just just the uh, the beginning chapter of this new science. Mm-hmm. Scalar energy is not electricity, but it, it's just as profound, if, if not much more profound than that of electricity. Mm-hmm. So if you look at our world today, that's been electrified. We, we look at the, the convenience of electricity. I'm saying that scalar energy will be the new power source. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, if you will, it's a, uh, unlimited power source from the sun and the stars. So that's one of the things that really I'm keying in on. This is free energy from the sun and the stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it has astrology involved in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very much so. So you would define it as a science which is dif- which is different from the Newtonian science, like yes. physics, chemistry, biology. Exactly. This is not Newtonian physics. It's non-physical. It's informational. So I tell people there's not an electron or a proton involved in scalar energy. It's intelligence. It's it's quantum intelligence. And with that, we need a new way of looking at physics. So really, there's two explanations. You can explain physics by way of electromagnetic energy or by scalar energy. And the two are distinct. So you cannot overlap those two. There there cannot be a confusion between those two sciences. So as the world develops this, 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 if you will, theory or or 
or begins to embrace these laws and principles that govern scalar energy, you're going to see a distinct uh, a, a clarification between one paradigm and the other. Meaning what? We have to we have to consider a new physics. There's two explanations for everything now. There's two explanations for the universe. I mean that quite literally. <clears throat> oh, yeah, definitely. And before you know, we jump right into scalar energy and talk a little bit more about that. Let's just break down what scalar energy exactly is to the audience. Yeah, it's chi, prana, consciousness. Some people call it ohm or zero point energy. Others call it pyramid energy, or perhaps you've heard the term aloptic energy, scalar energy, or a longitudinal wave. Mm -hmm. Now, those terms are, are synonymous. At least I consider them to be synonymous. And they all point to a, a dimension that's outside of time and space. Scalar energy does not observe time and space. It's outside of time and space. So with that in mind, we're working with a different universe, a different reality, if you will. The universe that we consider is a electromagnetic energy in which everything can be considered under that theory of, of, of electromagnetic phenomena. I'm saying within this other universe, some people might call that a parallel universe, is another dimension. Mm -hmm. So this other dimension that really begs a definition. What is consciousness? It's non-physical information. It's non-physical divine information. So if my theory is correct, then I've tapped into the mind of God. Scalar energy is consciousness, and I have an instrument that can control consciousness. So if, if I have an electrical instrument, I can control a movement of electrons. If I have a scalar energy instrument, I have a control over consciousness. Wow. And consciousness is such a big term. You know, many people confuse it with the smaller consciousness, which is our awareness, which is mind-oriented. But the bigger consciousness that you're talking about is connected to the mind, but it is not coming from the mind. Yes. It's the universe. It's the mind of the universe or the mind of God. Mm -hmm. And that's how expansive this is. So what am I getting at? If we really, if there really is a, another explanation for universal phenomenon, and that other explanation is scalar energy, then it proves that at least the scalar energy universe is holographic, meaning what? Everything is interconnected. It's holographic. And if, some, if the paradigm is holographic, you transcend time and space. You're not in one particular point. If you're in a holographic universe, you're everywhere instantaneously because everything is connected. Okay? Many, of the, many Christians will call that the presence of the Holy Spirit. Others, scientists will call that quantum entanglement. Some might call that consciousness. Others might, might call that the, the, the concatenation of the universe or the, or the matrix. Mm -hmm. now, whatever term you use, it's very exciting that there's an information system that is supreme, which is scalar energy, in which you can control the outcome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So let's say that the objective world, the world that we are living in and we can see and touch and feel through our senses, mm -hmm. that's just a part of something bigger, which is the non-physical. Yes, exactly. If you look at the universe, very good. And you look at all the galaxies, the stars, mm -hmm. 
you realize physical matter is only 0.00001% of the universe. Everything else is space or information. So the 99.9999% is open space, information, non-physical. Now, that should give you a clue as to how important the information is because God created the universe with 99.9999% information or open space. That open space is not void. That open space is scalar energy. And the end product is a physical universe, which is 0.00001%. So I'm not saying just to be coy. Just think about God's structure of the universe, and you'll see how important scalar energy is. It is. It's a bigger part of, you know, like it's a part of something bigger. It's bigger than the objective reality. It makes the objective reality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to many people, and I'm included, this is a religious practice. Mm-hmm. When I say scalar energy or ohm or chi, it's my religious belief. Mm-hmm. Because if this is non-physical and it's universal, then it's God. It's spirit. It's the spirit of God. Okay, we're not we're not working with with a stapler. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not working with a pair of scissors. This has no physical reality. This is the essence of God. And that's my religion. And that's my scientific belief. And it's really nice to see that it's, you know, you can see it both in religion as well as now in a scientific way as well. You know, it's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. I, I remember something that my mentor said about the entire thing about uh, 0.0001 uh, percent matter. He said that if you take that, the entire human population can be, uh, come can come into a size of a, a ice cube. Yes, exactly. Now that, because scale energy transcends time and space. So all the, the entire human race can be boiled, boiled down to one ice cube, as you said, or, or just one point in time, because everything is already interconnected. Mm-hmm. So you, you avoid or you surpass, or you transcend space. And if you can do that, everything is just one point. Very good. Bravo. Yeah. And then I, I was shocked when I heard that. I was like, and yeah. it was like amazing. Mind the mind. only way you can understand that is with this different philosophy, because scalar energy is a different energy. You cannot approach the scalar energy universe and understand it by electromagnetic terms or action. Yeah. Electromagnetic terms or action are distinct. Scalar energy terms or action are distinct. The twain will never meet. They're different. It's like comparing an apple to an orange. It's foolish. You don't compare apples to orange. Definitely. And plus the thing is that Newtonian science cannot understand or define non-physical. You're right. Yeah. You cannot explain quantum physics, non-physical physics by way of Newtonian physical physics. Mm-hmm. They're two different thoughts. Yeah. And that's the entire thing about here, you know, everyone who's listening here, some, this is something that we are talking about, which is, you know, something that we are coming to realize. And this is something that we see in our ancestral knowledge as well. Our ancestors understood it as something different, something sacred, something higher than us. That's why this entire thing about religion, God, universe is there, you know, they also understood it, but they had their own way of understanding it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
you know we are still we have that knowledge it was carried on to us and yes yeah exactly now i'm going to give you an example mozart at the age of 5 mozart the composer could was able to accomplish musical comp composition at a young age why because he had scalar energy intelligence that's it's like if you will scalar energy consciousness mm-hmm. so now we realize that there is consciousness in the mind consciousness throughout the universe and consciousness is what drives is the animating force in the universe it drives everything it drives everything it it, it provides intelligence to everything so it is that consciousness that i'm speaking of whether it's intellectual thought or the consciousness of a molecule the consciousness of my hand it's non-physical information in other words my hand can only exist because of a a pattern of because of intelligence if we did not have scalar consciousness then we i could not have structure there cannot be any order and my hand could not exist without order yeah it's that simple yeah it's like a light you know we are all fitted with a flashlight and when we pull you know pull around the flashlight we can see stuff it's yeah. like that yeah. and you know we are yeah. we are shaping our reality in essence yes yes because when you work with consciousness then then you are drawing to you those thoughts or you are projecting those thoughts and thoughts are reality and thoughts become a manifestation yeah that's where also the law of manifestation and attraction and all that stuff comes into yeah 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 that's prayer what is the law of, of manifestation it's prayer mm-hmm. whatever you pray for you will inherit yeah that that's really true and whoever you think you are right now what are your your identity is is also going to you know shift the way that the world works around you as well yeah you're right bravo yeah it's it's so exciting it's an exciting field it is and to know the possibilities you know that's what it's all about so to all the folks who are listening here you might be thinking what's in it for me why should i know anything about it the fact is that you don't realize and we all to some extent did not realize that we have a lot of control in our reality all those people out there who are saying oh world doesn't listen to us you know world does its own thing and we are a victim to what happens in the world it's not like that you know mm-hmm. you have the power to shift things in your right. life your You're actions right. your decisions that you take they shift your reality exactly people don't realize that they are the the captain of their ship and a lot of people say well okay tom i i understand the theory but you're right so how does that apply to me it applies in every second of your life every choice you make sets up the rest of your life Yeah. So, you know, those people <clears throat> who have goals, for instance, I always have a goal every day mm-hmm. and I always have an objective and I usually meet those goals. Now, if you keep meeting goal after goal and you keep having a direction or a plan, at the end of the year you've accomplished so much. At 10 years you you it's monumental accomplishments. So, I look back at my life and every time I've had a goal and I've achieved it or at least I would ha- have some type of plan well something good came from that yeah. it, it's it's when people do nothing that then nothing will materialize or 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 just the opposite you yeah. fall backwards so have a plan call ask upon god pray try to make a change 
even if it's a small change, it's something. It's it's a movement in the right direction. And it's all about aiming that flashlight. You gotta, you know, aim your consciousness at something, some goal, some desire, and that's you do. Yeah, and, and once you, you do actions that, actions towards it, and it will materialize with time. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It might take time, but it, it, sooner or later, you you get what you ask for. And now the big question here, which many people will be thinking, is that now that they know about scalar energy and now the fact that they know that it's all around us and we use it on a day-to-day basis, it's a part of our consciousness. We use our consciousness to access this dimension. How is it that we use it to our advantage? How is it that we get in touch with that consciousness, that bigger consciousness that we have in order to move in the direction that we want to? You know, the, the easiest way people can connect with this is through their mind and their feelings, their heart. The human mind is a consciousness vessel. The heart, our emotions, our consciousness. It's a vessel of consciousness, our heart, our emotions. <clears throat> and I always try and encourage people, you don't need a scientific instrument. I have scalar energy instruments, but everybody has a scalar energy mind and a scalar energy heart. Now, that's the way God designed it. And if the world was properly using their mind and their heart, this would be paradise on earth. What's yeah. the problem? We're not, we don't think well, we don't feel well. And because of that, we don't have a world that is well. Okay. If, if everybody would think well and feel well, or act accordingly, act appropriately, be a different world. And now that you think, now that anyone thinks about it, we have spent even our childhoods thinking in a negative way and we manifest that and that yes. is our reality and we conform to that more and see bad things happen to me and I'm going to conform on that more and I'm going to think that way more. Yes, exactly. That's the, that, that is the old way of doing things of, of, you know, lamenting the world. Okay, well, there are problems, but, you know, light a candle. Don't become a part of the darkness. Mm-hmm. And if people try and bring you into the darkness, bring them into the light instead. Mm-hmm. Your environment can have a huge impact. That's what I keep telling to the people. To anyone who's listening, your biggest thing, you got to make sure that you have the right kind of people around you. If you have negative people, negative-minded yeah. people, they're not going to let you go up. They don't, they, won't, they don't want to sit in their hole thinking that, oh, one friend of mine is going up towards the light. They're going to drag you down. Some people do that, either consciously or, or, or unconsciously, yeah. uh, subconsciously. But not, nonetheless, um, you're right. You have to surround yourself not only with good thoughts, but with good people. Yeah. Yeah, or, you're absolutely right. You know, it, <clears throat> even whether it's a marriage or, or a corporation or a government, it's a, it's a team effort many times in life. Yeah, it is. Don't get, in, don't get involved with people who don't want to help you. Yeah. And the hardest part is letting them go. That's the hardest part. Yeah. You, well, especially if they're family. Yeah. Right. You can't, you can't let go of family. It's just how it is. Family is blood. You can't let go of that. The only thing you can do is understand that they are who they are. And then from there, you start to navigate yourself accordingly. You don't yeah. distance yourself from family. That's the biggest thing. Love your family. Choose your friends. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. It's some... Some decisions are tough decisions, but you have to follow. You have to follow the truth. That doesn't mean you don't love your your friends, your family, your enemies, even. But um, you can't be- become a part of that negativity. 
So what do I try and do? I, I try and love my love God, neighbor, myself, but I, I can distinguish between right and wrong. We all can. And just concentrate on the right. It's so simple. It's so simple. I, I see I see the world with such potential on it. This world has such potential, but people have to stop fighting. So much time and effort and resources are wasted on fighting. Foolish. Weaponry, you know, infantry, all kinds of stuff. I know. It's just century after century, we fight. And what, what becomes of it? Just, you know, people trying to attain their own intentions, their own ego, hugely increasing their own ego. You're right. All for You're nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. At, at the end of the life, what do you have? You're bitter. You're bitter. It's like they're trying to run a, you know, a marathon. You know, you're trying to run a, on the racing track of life and you think that there is an end goal that you're going to reach and you're going to finally feel fulfilled. And you do that through the track of achievement. You're trying to achieve stuff. You're trying to be more egoistic. You're trying to conquer. But once you have conquered, you'll understand that there's nothing left, you know, to right. make you feel fulfilled. Yeah. You know, you've heard some people at the end of their life, they said, well, I spent too much time making money, too much time working, and I did not enjoy the journey. And they're absolutely right. You have to enjoy yourself. Every day has to be meaningful. So hopefully people will, will take note and they'll have a, a positive lifestyle, a holy lifestyle, a goal-oriented lifestyle. All of that is, is hand, in, hand in glove with my type of thinking with scalar energy research. Mm-hmm. Now, the energy is always creating. It's always abundant. The energy is, is never uh, to be construed as destructive or chaotic. It's always creating order, creating structure. And that's what we want. We want to create order. We want to create structure. It, it's, and- it's, the, it's the presence of God. And that's what I'm trying to do with my research, to show people that this is the best way to live. Definitely. And another thing is that scalar energy is not about materialistic gains. You know, sure, you can use it to manifest stuff in your life, but you can also use it to bring more peace into your life. Yes. And that's very yes. important. You're absolutely right. Yes. So moving on, you know, now that people actually have an understanding or they're, you know, opening up to that. And now I know many people will be reacting onto this. They'll be, you know, very dogmatic about it. They'll be like, no, you know, what I know is right. You, you guys are talking about something that I would take as voodoo magic and stuff. And yeah. that's all right. You know, you're going to feel that way. It's a part of the process. You're going to resist yeah. it. You're going to feel skeptical and it's good to be skeptical. Just don't try to justify your world. And try to deny something that you can't possibly deny because at some point you have to agree on it or you have to realize and you have to open yourself up to it. That's yeah. more. Yeah. And the best part about it is that once you actually have realized and you're curious enough, you can yeah. get into some of the scalar light sessions that are there that Dom has. And that's really amazing. So you can actually get an actual practical understanding of it. You know, you can feel it yourself. And then you can decide for yourself whether you believe in it or not. Now, once you have opened yourself up, you are getting curious. You're getting skeptical. This is the best way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Bravo. You're a real student. You're an expert. Bravo. Yeah. Well, you know, I learned from my mentor and he is 
you know he's into that kind of stuff he understands those kind of things and i learned from him and that's it's really awesome so talking about the sessions the scalar light sessions they are going to be down the description i'm going to leave the link the scalarlight.com uh, link that tom has and you can go and attend those sessions uh, yeah. there was something like a 15 day free thing right that you were offering yeah right uh, the website allows anybody to send in their photograph we work with people's photographs we don't work with people we work with your energy field on the photograph so you're going to email us your photograph and we send you consciousness we send you information scalar energy information through the quantum field everything i do is through a photograph it's the website is scalarlight.com yeah i'll leave the link down the description so you can see that and also another thing is that you do that through instruments right Yes, I have I have actually scalar energy instruments that I actually place a person's photograph inside the instrument. Yes. Yeah. And once you've done once you have done that and you get that information, what kind of information is that? It's consciousness. It's not electromagnetic information. And what do we do with consciousness? We balance the chakras. Mm -hmm. We seek out and destroy eradicate microbes, viruses, bacteria. We can eradicate fungi. And we also can deliver nutrients. We can assemble nutrients. All of this is in the quantum realm, the quantum plane. This is not electricity. It's a different universe that we're working through. It's a different dimension. So it's not in the physical. That's the most important thing to understand. Yes. So it can be delivered anywhere. It's in the non-physical. It can be, exactly. It can be delivered anywhere. Because it's it's beyond space and time. It's a different dimension. Yeah. So no one in you know no one sitting in like India and stuff have to worry about coming down to US and stuff. Right. Right. We, I send out information frequently. I've treated the stars. Now, does that mean I'm on the star? The star comes to me. No. I can send energy to the star, but I have to do it through the consciousness realm the consciousness realm i do not do it through electricity or magnetism mm -hmm. that's that's the magic of it you know it's yeah. almost magical you're like a magician yeah well it's a lot of people call it alchemy and it, it does it does appear to be magical why because when you work with a consciousness instrument it's, it's as if you have angelic power supernatural power because I'm no longer in the natural plane. I'm no longer working with Newtonian physics. I'm in the supernatural plane, which is scalar energy, which is non-physical. And I don't work with people, animals, or plants. I only work with force fields on photographs. And that's the beauty of it, you know. So people who are skeptical, they can try it as soon as they want to. And all, it's, all it requires is a photograph. You know, you yes. don't have to commit too much to it. Yes. Yeah. So what am I getting at? The photograph represents me. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not me, but it's a representation of me in the quantum field. Mm -hmm. That's why I send energy to the photograph. It represents me, but it's not me. It, would you say that it's a way of, you know, <laughs> finding the person so they can deliver those balance in the chakras and stuff? Yes. Yes. What, see, I, I don't, again, I don't work with a physical person. I work with their energy field. Mm -hmm. And their energy field is everywhere. Yeah. See, if I'm tapping into a person's energy field on a photograph, and that's quantum energy, quantum energy is everywhere, 
and the person is everywhere in the quantum field. Mm-hmm. Because the quantum field is holographic. It's the entire universe. Mm-hmm. So consider what I'm saying. Tapping into a person by way of their photograph mm-hmm. in the quantum field. I not only tap into the person's quantum field, I tap into the universe. And a person is just part of the universe. So when I'm working with my instrument, I'm working with the universe. Yeah, that's true. So when it comes to the photograph, everyone's going to have a different energy signature. Right. Everyone's energy is different. Everyone's consciousness is different. So that's why the photo helps you identify in the non-physical and you can deliver the balance in the chakras through that. Yes. And see... I don't have to think about this. Consciousness, scalar energy, is divine energy. Consciousness is the animating force. I simply turn on the instrument. Consciousness performs the operation. I do not perform the operation. Now, when you're in your car, you don't have to run and you don't have to move your feet. You don't have to generate power. It's the car that's the animating force. When I'm working with my instrument, it's the instrument that's the animating force. Yeah. And when we capture quantum energy, we capture not only my quantum energy, but we capture the universe's quantum energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really, that's, you know, like, it's really amazing. Think about yes, it in that sense. And I know many people who are like a bit dogmatic about stuff, people who are into science a lot. And I know that there are a lot of listeners out there who would, you know, think about it right now and it will be like, how the heck does that work? You know, you have a picture and suddenly, you know, you're balancing the chakras and stuff. And I know many people might not even know what a chakra is. It's all right. Yeah. It's, it's a bit right. overwhelming to understand all of it at once. And you're trying yeah. to absorb all of this at once. Yeah. And I know it's a bit difficult for everyone. So yeah. all you got to do is just go up to the website, go for that 15-day free trial and see what happens. It's not going to hurt you. It's, it's yes. not something that you have to, you know, like you have to go, you know, above and beyond to get this thing done. It's just a photograph. Yeah. And from yeah. there, you can understand it a bit more and you can come to agree upon it, you know, because once you start to see and you start to notice a change, your mind is going to think that it's a coincidence. But as the pattern emerges, you'll start to believe in it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It is the law of attraction. It is the law of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, words are so powerful. Yeah. And, you know, this is a very amazing way to connect with the spiritual. You know, many people have just lost touch to their spiritual side. They have lost touch with the non-physical because they're just so busy dealing with stuff in their physical, thinking that that's going to change something. But if you're not accessing the non-physical, you're not balancing yourself. Nothing's going to change in the reality. Yeah, people become slaves. They don't realize that. If if you're if everything you're concentrating on is the physical world, and it's it's difficult to move the physical world, it's it's a it's really a laborious, unrewarding lifestyle. If you incorporate the spiritual, which is the quantum realm, that's outside of time and space, it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Your, and your, your results will be so much greater. Yeah, and stress-free. You know, you don't have to work every single day getting yes. stressed, frustrated, you know? Yeah. yeah. Stress-free, like, I like that. It's like, you know, punching a wall. You know, you're trying to punch a wall and you're trying to break that wall through your knuckles. 
where yeah. you have uh, instra- entire construction truck which can just run through the wall and you know clear the problem for you but you choose yeah. to use your knuckles instead and break down the wall yeah. it's crazy it is crazy you're absolutely right you know I, I i compare it let's say you're trying to get into a safe and if you have the code and you simply turn the code and then the safe will open because you have the correct code mm-hmm. or you have a key to get in as opposed to trying to break into the safe with a sledgehammer what what's the easiest way with the with the key or or a code the tumbler to to understand the code to open up the vault that's so true you know it's just the easier way so simple but you know some some people it takes them a while to get it but the world is changing the world's starting to realize that the code is scalar energy because the intelligence opens up the vault it's not brute force that opens up the vault it's the code that opens up the vault yeah and you're doing it through the nature of you know the non physical so there will be bends and turns it's not straightforward but those bends and turns are going to lead you to your destination yes yeah you're right that, that's the beauty of it so yeah. just come you know as we are coming to the end of the podcast episode and this has been an amazing episode and i'm so happy that we are able to break this to the audience and i know to all the listeners out there it will be a bit overwhelming bear with us you have to if you have to listen to this twice or thrice you know you'll get a hang of it eventually and if you really are curious and you're not that dogmatic about it and you're not trying to convince yourself that the, the objective reality is all there is and you're curious you can get down to that website and you can try that free trial and see what happens you know anything can happen anything is possible yeah. and as you're coming to the end of this podcast episode i want to ask you something let's say that there is a person in front of you right now and this mm-hmm. person is confused like he is overwhelmed he is all over the place and he can't understand and if you want to you know just tell it to him in one sentence to just mm-hmm. clarify everything at this moment what would that sentence be mm-hmm. Scalar light is the gift from God, and a gift from God can only benefit. That, that's a good one, definitely, you know. And I just hope that this helps all the listeners who are confused right now, you know. Just take it as that, you know. <clears throat> Tap into your religiousness. You know, if you're a religious person, you believe in God and stuff. tap into that and understand that's god like energy divine energy take it as that everyone has their own way of interpreting it but it means the same thing the meaning stays the same no matter what terms you use okay if you're not into god take it as universe take it as law of manifestation law of attraction take it as anything that you understand to be spiritual but understand that this is non physical it's not something that you can see touch feel and it's not something that your your senses will be able to understand it's something beyond that yeah bravo yay bravo cobbles yeah and now that we have come to the end of the podcast episode i am you know i'm so grateful for everything that we have talked about here and i really hope to all the listeners just listen to it more than once if you have to okay and i hope you guys have a good day and thank you tom for coming on this episode and just breaking Thanks, this down i wouldn't have been able to do it myself because i am very complex when i try to explain stuff to people 
people get confused from time to time and this is such a confusing thing for many people so it was really great to have you on here and to break it down you know thank you i enjoyed myself yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and i'll see you in my next podcast episode bye bye